Thanks for joining me for CMDA's Dental Soundbites podcast. I'm Dr. Bill Griffin, the Vice President for Dental Ministries with the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. And today we'll be talking about a current CMDA program that has tremendous potential to change our approach to healthcare, both medical and dental care across the country. It's called Faith Prescriptions. And the goal of this video series is to equip Christian healthcare professionals to communicate the love of Christ in word and in deed to our patients, students, and colleagues. I'm sure most of you have heard of it, but today you will get an up-close and personal glimpse from one of our episode leaders, Dr. Kevin Aduddle. Kevin is one of several dentists involved in this series. His episode is aptly titled, Not For Dentists Only because his profound recommendations could bless anyone in healthcare, not just dentists. So here's a bit of background information on Kevin. A member of CMDA since his dental school days at Texas A&M Baylor School of Dentistry, he practices in Plano, Texas as a general dentist. In addition to his private practice, Kevin also treats patients from all over the world at a Christian clinic in Dallas. He and his wife, Chloe, stay busy with their three children, and they serve together in their church's marriage ministry. I believe you will be inspired, as I was, by Kevin's insight and practice philosophy. Kevin, I know you're at your office in Texas and you're in the middle of a busy day seeing patients. So thanks for taking some time out of your lunch hour to join us on today's episode of Dental Soundbites. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's a joy to be here with you today, Griff. And uh, thanks for inviting me. Well, you and I have a number of things in common, including the fact that we both joined CMDA in dental school. How did you become connected with CMDA and how has your faith developed over the years? My first year of dental school, I actually was plugged in with CMDA. It was right out of the gate. We had just gotten orientated into the school and we're seeing some of the different student organizations and uh, a couple of the older CMDA students were there and I got to meet them. Now, my journey with CMDA, it actually continued that first year with the rigors of the first year of dental school, Mm -hmm. my marriage actually became a, a challenge. There was a lot of pain there with our marriage. And our local CMDA chapter leader had a Thursday night dinner every week. Between the the challenges of school and the challenges in my marriage at home, uh, that Thursday night meal was was just a respite in a lot of ways. And uh, mm-hmm. it really just kind of helped me stay <laughs> it was kind of a break from some things, you know, it was always great to, to get those relationships and have that meal together. Who was it that led that Thursday night dinner? Uh, That was Dr. Stanton Cobb. Yes, I was thinking it might have been Stan. I count him as a friend. He's a great guy, and I'm sure many others could speak of his kindness to them over the years as well. Yes, great guy. Now, you and I, along with most of our members, are very aware of how being a dentist can open up huge opportunities to serve others in the name of Christ. What motivates you to do this? You know, for me, I've always kind of tried to live in light of eternity, and just seeing the way that we have a platform with patients and healthcare, really from, from what I can tell, not much other reason for the fact that they just trust us with their bodies and therefore they trust us with more of them, I guess. And mm-hmm. 
it's a pretty special thing. It's a pretty humbling responsibility, honestly, and to have a chance to speak into people's lives after helping them with their bodies, mm -hmm. hopefully. It's something that just keeps me motivated. Now, for those in our listening audience who are not aware, CMDA has recently launched a video series to help Christian healthcare professionals share their faith with patients called Faith Prescriptions. A total of 25 episodes are planned, most of which are currently available and free to members in the CMDA Online Learning Center. One of the future episodes to be released is led by my guest for today. Kevin, tell us a bit about your involvement in the Faith Prescription series. Well, I was asked to participate with one of, not the core videos, but one of the additional videos. The one that I was featured in is actually about private practice, and it's, uh, it's titled Not for Dentists Only. Mm -hmm. We just kind of realized, Griff and I, that the topics that we were going through applied to more than just dentistry. It really has more to do with private practice. And those types of uh, themes were, were just kind of all throughout what we do in private practice, whether that's medicine or dentistry. Yes. And when we first put that together, I was thinking there would be a twofold focus, as you mentioned, that there would be some things that are certainly dentally specific, but then also the idea that you can really do well if you're able to own your own practice and have control over the, the physical and the spiritual parameters of things. And yet you made some points that really transcend all healthcare lines. And, and in retrospect, it could very well have been one of the core episodes. But regardless, I titled it Not for Dentists Only because I want as many of our CMBA members as possible to hear your thoughts along these lines. Now, we had a total of 20 different doctors across the country who led the 25 episodes. And I believe, Kevin, that you may be the youngest of the bunch. And yet, uh, in our earlier discussions, I, I sensed that you were the right person for the job. You want your faith to affect all that you do, and that desire does not subside when you put on your N95 and your loops. That was Paul's instruction to Timothy, was don't let them look down on you because of your youth. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wake up, and I try to spend time with the Lord every morning, and from there, just obey. So this opportunity came up to uh, shoot this video, and uh, it, was, it was pretty great. I've, uh, I've enjoyed being a part of it, and I'm excited to see what the Lord does with it. But no, I, that's one of the themes that we had in our video was, what is it that thing that's at the very center of your life? Is it Christ or is it something else? And if it's Christ, does that really saturate all of the other areas, all those other buckets, all those other things that go on in your life? Yes, I remember that you started out your, your episode with that thought. And I think that's great because... Even our efforts to communicate the love of Christ to others, they can be done out of some desire for self-righteousness or self-justification, or they can be done out of overflow for what God is doing in us through Christ. And our calling is to be so abiding in Christ that our efforts to communicate the gospel flow from that relationship. And, and that came across right away at the very beginning of your episode. I'll say also that of all the speakers in the Faith Prescription series, I believe you issue the most succinct, hard-hitting challenge for each of us to seek to play a role in our patient's spiritual lives. For example, at one point you say something to the effect that a doctor who hesitates to pray with their patients, a doctor who thinks doctors don't pray with their patients, that that's really just pride wearing a white coat. 
And I thought that was profound. It reminds me of Proverbs 27, 6, which says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Tell us more about that. You know, there's some some things that uh, are said in love that need to be issued with a disclaimer that this might sting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one that has stung me in the past. Initially, I, I kind of thought that if we're going to have a certain self-confidence and instill that confidence in our patients and our care, that we wouldn't be praying. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. I don't see that. You know, I just, for me, humbly, when I look at the scriptures, I don't see any exceptions for healthcare workers with prayer. I just see that it says pray continuously. And I, I see that it says bear one another's burdens and other, every one of those 59 one another verses that are in the New Testament. Yes. I just don't see that we have any exceptions there. And so, you know, what is it then that would keep us from praying? It could be pride. And Kevin, it also came across in your uh, the rest of your episode that you are transparent, that you realize that you at times fall short of what the Lord calls us to. And so you weren't speaking down to our audience by speaking that pride can stand in the way because that can happen to all of us at times. Absolutely. No, that... Uh, most of the things that that were said in that video just it's a lesson for me mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens i think whenever we are are trying to help others is that we're the ones that are really convicted the most sometimes the video that was shot many of those things i see is a little bit aspirational mm-hmm. where i'm i'm not there yet and i'm i'm working towards it and I, i'm praying about it and i think that would probably be your experience through things too griff is that it's it's kind of a lifelong journey that we're on with this yes as paul said not that i've already arrived but instead i i press on for that upward call yes now i've had the privilege of meeting many cnb members across the country both physicians and dentists who are not satisfied to merely address the physical concerns of their patients the treatment they provide is a stepping stone a, a platform to enable them to communicate the love of Christ to their patients. How do you believe this approach affects patients and how might it affect the level of job satisfaction experienced by the doctor? Looking at Christ's life, oftentimes when he approached someone that he was seeking to call, he would fulfill a need first. And in doing so, he would kind of win an audience with them. Mm -hmm. He communicated his love first and then their ears were open to hear and to receive. And so it's simply just doing things the way Jesus did them. Mm-hmm. That's really what, what we as believers, whether it's in healthcare or otherwise, should be seeking to do is just trying to emulate Jesus. Uh, as far as job satisfaction, wow. I mean, how, so let's, let's zoom out. What about our life satisfaction when we follow Christ? <laughs> it's <laughs> the, the best life, the happiest life, if you will, in many cases, is following Jesus. Yes, there's going to be hardship, but the joy that we have through that is unstoppable. It should be an unstoppable joy that we have when we follow Christ. So applying that to our context in our clinical or our our healthcare lives, yeah, we have joy in the midst of whatever situations are going on. We get off of the, the treadmill. We get out of the drudgery. Any of the challenges that we face in healthcare, they're put in perspective when we have the joy in following Christ. And addressing that same issue from the opposite side of things, I think a big reason why a number of Christian doctors or any doctors are at times burnt out or grow weary in their profession 
is when we just address the physical realm, we realize that that's an ultimately futile pursuit because yes. patients eventually die. Their, their life on this earth ends. And you may do a really good filling or a really good crown or whatever, but it has a limited lifespan as well. And I used to think it was an accomplishment if my patients died with their teeth. I thought, well, at least they had their teeth at the <laughs> end. But, but ultimately what we do in the physical realm is indeed temporal. I remember what uh, Paul said, while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen, for the things which are seen are temporal, and the things which are unseen are eternal. And so it's interesting that when we put our patients first, and when we even consider their spiritual well-being along with that, that the Lord actually blesses us with greater job satisfaction than we would have otherwise. So it's not a matter of saying, well, how can I have a satisfying job? It's how can I honor Christ? And in the process of pursuing that, God gives us tremendous job satisfaction. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's a couple of distortions to delineate here. One would be the over-exaltation of our physical work in this life without thinking much of the eternal. Mm -hmm. And another would be not that you can over-exalt what happens eternally, but that, that you would do so in a way that minimizes what we do here in this life. Yes. And that's not the world that Christ has made. What happens here is very important. We can almost fall into a, a sort of clinical Gnosticism of thinking that our, our health care is not as important as the spiritual. And that's, I don't think that's Christ's heart there. You know, I do think that our work is not an ulterior motive, but it's also not an ultimate motive. Mm -hmm. We need to work through the, the clinical in order to get to the spiritual but both are just very much important to the Lord. That's a great distinction to make, that we need to, to avoid both of those ditches in the side of the road, you might say. So let's say there's a dentist listening right now, and he or she shares your desire to speak into the spiritual component of his or her patients, but their team is not quite on board with that. What advice might you give for this situation? Well, I've been in both situations before. My first thought is that we're not going to be held accountable for what others do or don't do. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're still called whatever situation we're in to share the hope that we have within us, right? Mm -hmm. The impact, I think, is where the difference is there. Uh, if you have a team that's, that's fully on board and you've got a Christ-centered culture and that culture is bleeding out into the way that your patients are being loved and cared for, there's going to be more impact that can be had there uh, than if it's just you on your own. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, don't underestimate the the impact that one person that's fully submitted to Christ can have in, in a place or a situation. In particular, in, in healthcare, when you walk in as the doctor, you've got an audience that it's, it's it carries a lot of weight with our patients. They're going to listen to us in a lot of ways. So I would just say, don't, Whatever situation you're in, we want to influence those around us, mm -hmm. those that, that's on our team. We want them to be further sanctified as we're being sanctified and, and continuing to share Christ with them by the way we speak and live. But don't ever let that be an excuse to say, oh, I'm just the only Christian here, therefore nothing can happen. Mm -hmm. We always want to leverage every situation to see what the Lord wants to do with it. Yes. I know at one point Paul talks about the fragrant aroma of Christ, and I believe from personal experience that 
it's possible to have a gospel aroma in an office, even if not everybody within that office has a personal relationship with Christ. And also, I can think of times when I might have an assistant who might not yet be a Christian, but my patient is a Christian, and my conversation with the patient can indirectly have a powerful impact on that staff member. So the gospel is all around us, and God can use various connections to communicate his love. Perhaps the part of your presentation, Kevin, that I enjoyed the most was your final comments regarding investing for the long term. And I liked it so much that I'm actually going to play the audio of that section now. In financial circles, we're told to invest for the long term, and that's a wise thing. We know from our walk with Christ that we also need to invest for eternity. When we take small investments of time over the course of our careers, we'll be able to look back at the end and know that those seeds of faithfulness have grown into a harvest that's great. And we'll be able to look at our career and one day, God willing, we'll hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I pray blessings on you as fellow Christ-centered doctors in private practice seeking our Savior. I know this will resonate with our medical and dental members in the realization that the Lord is always at work changing hearts, as he did ours, and that over time we will have the privilege of seeing his power through our efforts. You know, that's the dream that will come true one day, isn't it? That all that the Lord has been doing, whether we see that or we don't yet, it will be finished, that we'll be able to actually look back at what we've done and see all that the Lord was up to, see all the good he's had in store from the very beginning, see how all of the seeming loose threads are actually woven together into a beautiful picture that he's making. Thinking about that, it kind of helps pull you out of some of the, the hard times, some of the difficult circumstantial things that we're in and some of the failures that we experience even because God can even work through our failures. There have been many times when I've blown it. <laughs> when I had an opportunity to, to lean into a situation or share the gospel, and I just did not lead it out well. Even in those situations, Christ, his faithfulness, it just keeps on going. And he's got a plan for it. So, yeah, um, we're going to see it one day, and it's going to be great. And that's what keeps us moving forward. As you're talking, Kevin, I think about a couple of situations in my own former practice two patients in particular that I had shared the gospel with over time, one of them didn't come to Christ until they ended up in jail. And that's where they were humble to the point of seeing their sin and recognizing Christ in their life. Another similar situation, except that it took Hurricane Isabel to bring this person to Christ. And he told me at his next hygiene appointment, he said, Hurricane Isabel scared the hell out of me. And that was literally (laughs) true. And and so I think if we look at things in the short term, you know, you see a patient who seems to be very antagonistic or indifferent to Christ, and you think, why bother? But God often moves people in small increments, using multiple individuals in their life to bring them to Christ. And And if we're thinking with every patient that comes in, how can I move them closer to Christ? Then as you describe in the video, over the long haul, we're gonna see a a beautiful harvest of fruit throughout our practice. Mm -hmm. Well, Kevin, I wanna thank you very much for meeting with me today. I'll let you get ready for your afternoon schedule here. It's been wonderful having you on this podcast and I look forward to future times together. Absolutely, always a pleasure. 
I so appreciate Kevin's willingness to be a part of the Faith Prescription series and also to join with me to create this podcast. I hope that all of you will look to go through this video series, ideally with a group of like-minded doctors. The combination of being informed by the episode speakers, such as Dr. A. Duddle, and also being encouraged by fellow group members will change your vision for how the Lord can use you through your chosen profession. Each video in the series is just 15 minutes long, leaving plenty of time for discussion. And the series is free to CMDA members. You can access the Faith Prescription series at cmda.org learning. Every few months, we have Zoom meetings for those interested in starting a group, and we provide the resources to make it pretty easy. So if you'd like to hear more, just email us at dental at cmda.org. That's dental at cmda.org. By now, you've probably heard about CMDA's national convention being held in Indianapolis, Indiana from April 21st to the 24th. What you may not have heard about is that we have a solid dental track scheduled for our CDA members. Saturday afternoon, April 23rd, we will have lunch together, followed by two dental presentations. The first presentation will be Dr. Greg Gilbaugh speaking on stewardship on steroids, moving beyond just giving and into real living. The second presentation will be the first ever unveiling of a special episode of CMDA's Faith Prescriptions resource, titled, Not for Dentists Only, by today's guest, Dr. Kevin Aduddle, followed by some lively discussion. We'll also have some extended time for a CDA update, along with time for questions regarding the current and future state of dental ministry at CMDA. Our maximum capacity for the National Convention is 750, and we're well on the way to capacity. So if you'd like to join us, now is the time to register. More information is available at natcon.cmda.org. As we close today's podcast, I pray for you as the Apostle Paul requested in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 19, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. God bless. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.